1: What that means is love is not provoked, ever. Some of your translations say not easily. Easily is not in the original text. It just says love is not provoked. Now here's the way to think about that. Sometimes in in counseling situations, people will come to me and, and they'll say something like, you know, I know I shouldn't have said it, but pastor, she just pushed my buttons. The Bible offers a wonderful solution to that. Don't have any buttons. Don't have any buttons. Allow the Holy Spirit to remove them. He will.
0: Today, Pastor Robert will remind you that his love isn't provoked. Now, that doesn't mean that love is provoked if. Love isn't provoked if your loved one is really pushing your buttons. Love isn't provoked if your coworker makes you want to quit. Love isn't provoked if your child is making you angry. Jesus is the perfect example. Follow in his footsteps. Now, stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 13 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio.
1: Quite often, guys, you you don't really even see what's happening it can look so casual and be so serious at the same time I had a man come about oh I don't know ten years ago almost and at the end of a service we're praying for people and one of the brothers was praying for him and i'm you know I finished I'm getting ready to to walk away and 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 the brother grabs me and says you I, I, I think you should I think you should pray for this guy it was very unusual I'm like oh okay So I walked over, and this guy was just very matter-of-fact. He said, yeah, thank you, Pastor. You know, this is my first time here. I've never been here before, but I just wanted to make sure I'm right with God before I kill myself this afternoon. And it was just that casual, just that matter-of-fact. Kind of threw my head back. I said, well, you know, I mean, obviously, well, let's sit down and talk about that. The guy wasn't weeping. Do you understand what I'm saying? It looked very casual, no big deal. He's just, yeah, I just needed to make sure I'm good with God before I go kill myself this afternoon. Now, I'm so grateful that that day nobody came up and interrupted. But but you need to understand, that happens often. And, and see, here's the other thing that, that ends up happening with that. with You know, There are two or three people waiting and the one person steps in because it's only going to take a second. And and so now the other two see that example being set. And they, yeah, just real quick, I mean, mine's only a a, a second or two. And now what's going on with that? Why do people, why did that happen? Well, it's because you prioritized yourself above the other guy. And see, he tells us again here, love doesn't behave rudely and that's just rude when you do that. And the next one, love does not seek its own. Love doesn't seek its own. In other words, doesn't push itself forward, doesn't cut in line, doesn't prioritize itself above someone else, doesn't make toilet paper or the fact that I I need to go to lunch. I'm really, really hungry and this is only going to take a second. And You know, while you wouldn't say that necessarily, that's really what's going on behind the scenes. And never mind the fact that this guy's suicidal or just, you know, got diagnosed with some serious illness and is trying to talk to a pastor he doesn't know about a really traumatic issue in his life. You need to go eat lunch. That's not love. It's not love. And we need to recognize it in ourselves and just be real with God about it and and be humble enough to say, Lord, I don't want to be like that. I want I want you to change me. Then the next one, he says, love is not provoked. In the original language, what that means is love is not provoked, ever. Some of your translations say not easily. Easily is not in the original text. It just says love is not provoked. Now, here's the way to think about that. Sometimes in in counseling situations, people will come to me and, and they'll say something like, you know, I know I shouldn't have said it, but pastor, she just pushed my buttons. The Bible offers a wonderful solution to that. Don't have any buttons. Don't have any buttons. Allow the Holy Spirit to remove them. He will. See, our responsibility, and men and women, in marriages particularly, a lot of times we think that we need to educate our spouse as to where our buttons are so that they don't inadvertently tap one. No. The Bible says our responsibility is to get with God and just let Him disconnect those things. Let Him remove the buttons. Love is not provoked. This is just impossible, Pastor. Well, I know. I know. For us as humans, it is absolutely impossible. See, we're not merely human anymore. The Holy Spirit of the living God lives within you if you're a Christian. Nothing is impossible for Him. He says he'll remove your buttons. He'll take them out. He'll just get rid of them so that you will not be provoked. It'll no longer be all about you. Love thinks no evil. How does that one express itself? Well, that's when you as a Christian... Stop assuming the worst. You know, every time somebody does something that rubs you the wrong way or offends you or or whatever, you don't immediately think, oh, that was deliberate. I knew it. I mean, this guy, he's been upset with me for years. It just I remember last time. And all of a sudden, we've got it in our head that this person just wants to mess with us. We assume evil intent where there is none, quite often, just a misunderstanding. One of the things that I was taught in Youth with a Mission, you know, when there's some kind of offense or or we see, some, even when a brother is caught in a sin, you know, Matthew chapter 18, Jesus dealt with that. In Galatians 6, Paul deals with it again. But even in those situations, we were taught, go with questions because so often you're missing something. Quite often we're wrong. What we thought we understood or what we thought we saw, maybe we just didn't quite See the whole picture. Maybe we didn't quite understand the whole deal. Maybe we're assuming evil intent where there was none. If we just go with questions rather than accusations, so often things can be diffused and resolved and relationship restored and God is honored and glorified and everything works out great. Love thinks no evil. It doesn't rejoice in iniquity but rejoices in truth. That's the one where the world gets it wrong so often. See most of the world around us today wants us to believe that love puts up with anything. It'll it'll just keep turning the other cheek and, and just be wronged over and over and over again and and love would never, ever under any circumstances be disciplinary or violent about anything. You know, I, I get that from police officers a lot, you know, as a chaplain. That the idea that, that love is, is pacifistic. You know, it's not going to intervene no matter what. Well, that's, that's not love. That's not love. As we have talked about so many times, as a father... I'm going to protect my children. That's what love does. They're a trust that was given to me. These little ones. I am to protect. I am to guard them. I am to guide them and instruct them. But if, if someone comes into my house in the middle of the night and I, you know, they're breaking in and, and I'm concerned for the safety of my children, I will get violent in love. Can you see that? Because I'm going to protect my children. I have a responsibility to do so. That's the loving thing. That's what love does. It protects. It guards. It even confronts. You know, with with my children, it's painful to me to discipline my children, to withhold things from them as a consequence for bad choices or or, or whatever. It's, It's difficult. I don't enjoy that. I want to give them everything they want. I just love seeing them light up, you know, because I've given them something that they really wanted. Or, do you understand? I just love that. I've had a little game going with my daughter for a couple of months now. She's been trying to figure out but not really wanting to because I, I told her, if you figure out what I'm going to give you for your birthday, then I'm going to change it. So she's trying to figure it out but not really. You see what I mean? It's she's. But we've had a little game going because I, I love giving them good gifts. But, my priority where they're concerned is that they grow into healthy, productive adults. And that I don't train them to become irresponsible, dependent little monsters at the age of 50. And there's a lot of that going around.
0: We're so glad you joined us today on Main Thing Radio. It's our hope and prayer that you were touched by what you just heard. Before our time is up today, Pastor Robert would like to share a great testimony of how God is working through this ministry.
1: You know, not not long ago, we got a really cool letter. Actually, I guess it has been a while now, maybe a maybe a year or more, but we got this really cool letter from a lady named Desiree who was listening to our program from within uh a maximum security prison up in Georgia. And uh, she realized, she heard on one of the programs that I'm from Georgia. So she reached out. She was all excited that she had, you know, just some sort of common ground with this guy she was listening to on the radio, teaching the Bible every day. And uh, she asked if, if it might be possible for us to send her some Bible study material, something other than, she said, I don't want workbook stuff, I don't want the fluff stuff, I, I want things that are really, some tools that'll help me study the Word of God for myself. I, she said, for the first time in my life, I wanna do it, I have time to do it. So we did that, we sent some books, we sent some, some Bibles for some of the other ladies there because they then asked for that and they started a little Bible study group and, and God was just using that little 15 minute main thing radio broadcast every day Inside that prison. Wow, what a great testimony. If you'd like to share your story, please visit
0: MainThingRadio.com. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio.